0: Think no one wants your old, unsold parts? Think again. From brake pads that sit on the bench to drive belts collecting dust and everything in between, your obsolete parts are the treasure some potential buyers are searching for. All you have to do is show them that X marks the spot of your parts department online. But how? Well, that's precisely what we are here to talk about in this episode of the Autoconverse Mobility Tech and Connectivity Podcast, where we explore people, ideas, and technologies that influence how we are connected and the way we get around. From Autoconverse Media, this is Autoconverse. I'm Ryan Girardi. Thank you for tuning in. Folks, this episode features my conversation from last month on the Fixed Ops Marketing Roundtable panel discussion as part of the auto retail marketing webcast series that we conduct throughout each month. The conversation starts off with Carl Krug from Revolution Parts, who recently released a new guide called How to Turn Obsolescence into Revenue with Parts E-Commerce. The company's new guide features a blueprint to the fastest, easiest, most profitable ways to reduce your backlog of unsold parts and turn your aging stock into revenue.
1: Yeah, so there's a couple of things about obsolescence. One of them is, you know, from a standard, you're generally looking at anywhere from a half a percent to three or four percent obsolescence, depending upon the dealership and depending upon how aggressive the dealership is in stocking. And, and how controlled the dealership is in, in what they stock. But you can um, over-manage obsolescence to a certain extent. So if you have a dealership where everything's prepaid for, um, that the obsolescence is less of an issue. But if you have a mass market dealership where you're speculating as far as what people are going to come in and buy, um, uh, you can actually over-manage your obsolescence and manage yourself out of a whole bunch of sales. So a good mass market dealership should be at about a percent and a half to 2% typically. Um, A luxury brand should be much smaller. And if you're much over 2%, you need to work on managing your inventory or find an outlet for your obsolescence so that it's not going (laughs) to profitability.
0: The percentage you're giving, is that based off of uh, value, dollar value? Uh,
1: Yeah, dollar value. Annual annual purchases, really two and a half percent of annual purchases should be about your obsolescence per year or for obsolescence for a
0: year. Also on the panel was Fixed Ops Digital co-founder and CEO Owen Moon. In his recent post, using YouTube to service your Fixed Ops campaigns, Owen explains that if you're looking to add value to your YouTube channel, building service related content is a no brainer. Well, I think
2: it comes down to, um, just to kind of give a little backstory on this, um, you know, we know that essentially people learn three ways, right? Some are audio, some are visual, and some are, are learned by doing. Um, about 95% are audio and visual. So when you can bring in um, audio and and a well-written uh, piece of content into your marketing, you kind of cover all of those learning behaviors. And so, so that's kind of the first thing is why video, right? Why should you have video on content that you're pushing out there uh, specifically for service, different services that you offer, alignment service, oil change, batteries, things like that. But more specifically is why bring in YouTube? Um, because, because, you know, YouTube was sort of a dead media. Um, it was, there was a lot of, uh, discussion on should you put the, you, the video uh, directly embedded into your website or should you use you know a third-party application like YouTube and when Google bought YouTube years ago it changed everything for YouTube because because now Google is actually indexing uh, YouTube videos they're showing up at the top of searches so it's just another great way to sort of bring your message into into that environment but, but ultimately, however they end up getting to a piece of, of content or something on your website that's fixed ops driven, when you have a YouTube video behind it, uh, Google is going to give you additional authority because you're bringing in that video. And now you're allowing that customer again to learn in those those two bi- ways that they, that most consumers like to um, absorb that, that information. And I'm kind of both. I, I'm actually more video today or more audio where I like to listen to podcasts, like to listen to, um, you know, books on tape or, or books, not books on tape anymore, but you know what I mean? Like books, uh, audio wise, uh, where, you know, some people just like to read, you know, and, and read and absorb the content through reading and rereading the information, you know, through books and things like that. So a lot of people are different. And I think what you're doing when you do both is you're sort of appealing to both, uh, both of those consumers, because at the end of the day, if you're providing enough information to them, the last thing you want to do is have them leaving, you know, not feeling like they got the information they're looking for. So that's kind of why we we talk about it. Uh, some of our clients do a really good job of r- providing us with good YouTube content that we can uh, incorporate into our marketing strategies. Um, you know, some are v- really far behind the times, and we're trying to kind of move those those customers along. Uh, but uh, but that's ultimately why we wrote the piece and. Uh, you know, just trying to provide more information and more education out there for dealers as they are starting to take a, a more proactive role in their fixed-offs marketing.
0: Now, Dave Rozak from the Bill Jacobs Auto Group was on the panel as well. He's been up here with us a few times on some of the other series. Dave explains the difference between OEM and dealership online parts sales, specifically as it pertains to Amazon.
3: I did want to notate, though, on the Amazon side is that we're involved with Amazon through the OEM. And there is a difference, though. When you're doing it through the OEM account, um, the OEM is managing it for your region. So it's like one big BMW Amazon account. And then if it sells in a certain region and somebody else has it at another store, that BMW dealership fulfills the order. We don't. We just would fulfill it in our area. So it's different than like having my own Amazon Amazon account and connecting it with Revolution Auto Parts. At the Napleton Group, it was done a little bit differently. We had our own Amazon account. We had our own eBay reps. Um, and we worked with Revolution Auto Parts to liquidate those parts. And we did a ser- fairly successful job that way. Um, they were found better from an SEO standpoint organically because they have different parts numbers that were not only the dealership's parts numbers, but kind of um, the salvage yard's parts numbers. So they are on a different system. So I think that Revolution Parts has a better seo impact for moving obsolescent parts that way but i could be wrong
0: and here dave explains how his dealer group utilizes the various video marketing and social media platforms distinctively
3: in marketing we have 22 different types of video formats and templates that we utilize most of them are for variable ops not not all of them are for fixed ops what we find with a lot of our fixed apps video um from a branding message, we kind of push out a white glove service and how we'll pick up your car and drop it off for you type of thing. And we push that in YouTube. We push that on YouTube, especially into markets that are conquest areas. Um, we're in Naperville. We have a market not far from us that there's no BMW dealer. So it's kind of open. So we kind of conquest that area for YouTube, pushing our service and how many loan cars we have and how that you know, it's easy to buy from us online, etc. cetera. Um, from a service standpoint, though, we do a lot of frequently asked questions videos because we're an M Performance Center. We'll do little video snippets of how to use things. We'll tell people how to use their keyless entry. We'll give people tips on what they should do to winterize their car. We'll say, you know, you should, you know, have your tires checked. You should store this in your car, you know, because of snow, you should, check your battery. You should do all these things. And we talk about that on YouTube. We talk about that on Facebook. You see, we, we do it on, on YouTube, but we also do everything that we do on YouTube, we do on Facebook. Everything that we put there, we put on Google My Business as well. So we have kind of a three-part video strategy, in addition to sometimes putting that on our blogs and sometimes putting it on our website. So if I'm going to talk about um, a safety issue on a car. And we're going to talk about how to put a child seat in, for example, which is a little bit dated of what we used to do. But, um, a couple of years ago we did that, but we took that same video and it, you could watch that same video with content on my YouTube channel. And we have a separate YouTube channel for that. So we have bill Jacobs, BMW, and then we have bill Jacobs tech talk. And every one of our stores has multiple YouTube channels. And depending upon the topic, we may have a BMW genius out there talking to you about how to install the child seat or how to use your um, your remote or on Land Rover, how to use the band to start your car and unlock your car uh, without your key. So, I mean, we have all these videos, but they're all based on frequently asked questions. They're questions that people have emailed us and asked us about on the website. And then what we do is we take that content, we turn it into a video and we build this library for our geniuses. We build this library for our sales staff, as well as our BDC staff. So they can reference these videos and they can share it with a customer going, Hey, this is how you set that up. Not all that is fixed, fixed ops, but everything feeds into each other. So if you remember that, if you do it on YouTube, that's great. You post it on Facebook, then post it on Google, my business, upload your video there. And then whatever the video is that you're uploading people and getting content on Google, if you have a tire special, take your tire special coupon and put it on your Google, my business page, put that same coupon on your Facebook page so that it's right after those video engagements, either in the same ad or after it, and then you boost it. Um, Google, my business is free. You don't have to boost those, but it helps. Um, The Facebook ones you spend 25 bucks and boost it for a few days and just boost whatever your fixed apps offer is or your obsolete part. Um, that's kind of where we have our most success at is that we get people involved with our videos weekly. And then after that, as they're watching our feeds, there's always an offer. And you have to rotate your offers. You know, one could be, Hey, we're doing some goodwill this week. We're raising, um, you know, we're, we're on a food drive for this particular thing. Then I, right after that, it's a video that's telling you about this and that about your vehicle. And then we have an offer again, and it's a fixed stops offer. So, every week, every Friday, actually, uh, one of the people that work with me in marketing, Hannah, she's sitting next to me. She has this daily habit where she prints off whatever the offer is and she brings it to my Volkswagen store and she gives it to each service writer and they have a little display there with their fixed stops offer. But that's the same offer that you're going to see on my Google, my business on Facebook. And then we may do a video about it. We may have a buy three, get one, get a tire for a dollar offer but we're going to do a YouTube video about that and we're going to put the offer. So it's not a, just a, just do a video. You got to do something to support that and follow it up with. So sorry to ramble, but I figured I'd share that input with you as how we market fixed ops here a little differently.
0: And finally it was great to have Ed Roberts back on the panel. Ed is fixed ops director at Bozard Ford Lincoln in St. Augustine, Florida. Ed was also on the panel with us the month prior when we kicked off the Fixed stop series. I like having Ed on the panel because while he's there to learn, he's also able to share his insight and experience about the things we discuss and how they impact his retail operation.
2: Like Carl stated there, it's, uh, it's assets, that's tied up. Uh, here we call it frozen assets because it's whether it's depreciating or appreciating, and most of the time it's, it's depreciating, um, it's still assets you can't do anything with. Um, there's several ways that leads to it, whether a customer didn't come back for an SOP part or uh, overestimated what the demand of something's going to be. Um, so when something ages, we start looking at it about the seven-month mark. Once it starts aging past that seven months, we start
0: looking at it to find a
2: way to get rid of it. But at the 12-month mark, we're looking to dump it at pennies on a dollar,
0: exactly like Carl said. So there you have it. Some great sound bites that came out of that conversation. If you'd like to listen to the entire conversation, you do have a few options. You can go up to autoconverse.com and make sure you're subscribed to the email. We publish an announcement about each upcoming conversation and it features the live streaming video webcast of these conversations. So that's one way you can get it better way to go is go to autoconversion.net look for the webcast menu and under there you'll see auto retail marketing under the webcast series find the fixops marketing series and register with that series what will happen is a you'll immediately get an invitation to join our member network in slack we have a channel in our slack network where we publish all auto retail marketing webcasts so you get the full archives that are up there being subscribed to our YouTube channel is, is another way to get make sure you get the links. Once the live streams end, the videos become unlisted. So you would have to be subscribed to YouTube to get access to that link, which we then share in Slack. So get on the Auto Conversion YouTube channel. Uh, get in Slack by registering with the series. And you can also subscribe to the Auto Converse Mobility Tech and Connectivity blog as well. Thanks again for for tuning, if you like what we're doing, please go up to the iTunes store and leave us a review. A review. If you like what we're doing, please go up to the iTunes store and leave us a review. Maybe you're on Google Play; you can do so there, and you can also head over to our Facebook page and leave us a rating and a review. review a rating and review there. Have a great holiday. We'll be back after the holidays. We got a whole lineup of other episodes coming out between now and the end of the year, so we look forward to bringing those to you. Thanks for being a listener and we'll see you soon. This is Autoburst Media.